What's up, guys? Today we're back with another episode of Beyond the Brink. I'm your host, JB, and I'm here with Noah Piper, Aton Hong, and this is Beyond, Beyond the, the Brink. Brink. Today we're going to be getting into March Madness. First, we have a special guest to, today, and then we're going to be talking about some of the upsets that happened in the first round, and then we'll have our expert analysis giving us predictions for the round of 16. And joining us today is well man who's well known around Green Hill School, Cole Feldman. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be on the show. All right, Cole. So you, your bracket, very impressive. I mean, we've all seen his bracket. It's in. He's in the ninety-nine point eight percentile, meaning he is, he is one of the top brackets left alive. Although there is no perfect brackets remaining, he is very well close to being perfect. Well, for some of the the. Now we're going to get into some of the first round upsets we saw. All right, so first, um, in the first game of the tournament, we saw Furman, or one of the first games, I think it was on the first day, we saw Furman defeat Virginia in an absolutely electric game. Um, what were your guys' thoughts on the end of that game? Senior uh, Kihei Clark from Virginia made a careless error at the end of the game. Very uncharacteristic for him. He's been, at the been in the program for a long time, and then it gave Furman a shot. Uh, to win the game and they hit it was crazy first game of the tournament and really set the tone Yeah, I honestly I never would have thought Kia Clark would have made a mistake like that I feel like honestly I feel like I've seen him in college for the past like six maybe like seven years But I've said I've seen him in like at least two NCAA tournaments now And just I think with his experience and like him being a poised point, point guard as he is I feel like he wouldn't have made that mistake. Mm -hmm. You know, I was surprised by that all I'm going to say is, I don't think he had a good day at school the next day. I think everyone on campus will be mad at him, for sure. Yeah, yeah very disappointing loss for Virginia. Um, now moving on to Princeton versus Arizona. Princeton being the 15th seed, Arizona the second seed. Just an absolutely crazy game. Who would have expected this? I mean, you, you wonder why you wonder why there's no perfect records remaining. We'll look no further than this game. Princeton played a pretty clean game versus Arizona, and that's why they were able to pull up the upset. Um, they had... Seven guys scoring high numbers. Um, there was no one person that was dominating the game, and that's big. They struggled from three. They shot 16% from three, and they still managed to pull out the win. Um, they play old school, good basketball. Um, and in the tournament, when you don't have a lot of te uh, time to watch film over these teams, the teams that play basketball the right way are usually the teams that come out with a win. Astute. Astute analysis, cool. And I don't know if this was a shocker to many, but seeing uh, in the second round, Creighton beat Baylor. Did y'all have Creighton beating Baylor? I did. I actually had Creighton in my Elite Eight. You did? Only, only losing to, um, I think, it was, I had them losing to Alabama. So, oh, okay, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. I have Creighton up beating Alabama, so I'm very high on Creighton. I think they had, they lost a few games in the middle of the year. That's why they're a six seed, but I think they're a team that are, is as good as the two, the one seed. So I have them going all the way in my bracket. I mean, overall, that Big East Conference is just so strong. You got Creighton, Providence obviously lost in the first round, but they're a good team. Um, you have Xavier playing Texas in the Sweet 16, really good team there. Marquette, obviously, I mean, they, they lost, but they're also a good team. I mean, I think that's one of the strongest conferences in college basketball. But now moving on to another upset. And even more, an even bigger upset. We have FDU. Y'all ever heard of FDU? Nope. Nope. Not, not before. Now we do. Not now we do. Well, FDU beats one seed Purdue in second the first time? round. Was that on the second time in history? I, I believe so. That that is history. just insane to me. 
Um, what did y'all think about crazy. that game? This was so disappointing for me. I think I had Purdue in my uh, Elite Eight. So that really that really messed up my bracket. Uh, I I wasn't very high on Purdue. I had Purdue losing to FAU. So this actually helped my bracket pretty well. Um, I always look at the 16 seed that had the playing game, which FDU did. So they were coming off another game. So they were a little more warmed up than Purdue. Um, but I wasn't really high on Purdue. I actually bet on FDU, won some money. Oh, wow. So, Ooh, that's good for you, uh, man. I was really, really excited with this game. And if anyone wants the pregame speech from the FDU coach, he had, oh. had you fired up enough to run through a brick wall. So, um, I mean, mm-hmm. it was a great game. They, It's always good for those programs. And like we said, no one heard about them. And now people will know who that program is for the rest of their lives. Yeah, I actually pulled up a quote from... FDU coach Tobin Anderson after the game he says if we played them 100 times they'd probably beat us 99 times play them 100 times we have one win but tonight's the one we had to be unique we had to be unorthodox we had to make it tough on them just be different and also they held them scoreless down the stretch in the second half through five minutes I mean that is just insane they played with so much heart their defense was just great they, they shut down Zach at Ede Eddie and I mean, it's just a great overall game for them. And the way they play, I think they would beat them more than once out of a hundred times. They would. They look pretty good against Purdue. Uh, I think that's just a team that was not just a team that's like, oh, we made it to March Madness. I think they wanted to actually make some noise, which they did. And they had they had a shot versus FAU. I mean, they were very close in that game. I think the refs were not the best situation for them in that game. Uh, they had some unlucky calls towards them, but they were up in that game also, so I think they could have made a big run. But um, also congratulations to the coach. He, he got a coaching job at Iona, so he's making noise too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, moving on to our predictions for the Sweet 16. Um, we're going to start off with San Diego State versus Alabama. Expert, what is your prediction? For this um, game? I actually have this game correct in my bracket, and I did choose San Diego State. Wow. Um, mm. Alabama is a team where if they're on, they will be anyone in the country, which they are a one seed. But they've had two games where they have been on fire, um, and I think it is San Diego State, one of the best defensive teams in college basketball. I have them pulling up the upset. Mm. Um, the defense defense wins championships, and I think Alabama's due for an off night. Mm. I disagree. I got Alabama making it all the way in my bracket, but anyone else? I think Cole brings up a great point um, with the defense. We saw that in the FDU versus Purdue game, but I think there's there's no denying Alabama's hot right now. I mean, I don't think anybody's beating them until maybe the Final Four even. So I think Alabama squeezes out a win here. And the scary thing, guys, I don't think Brandon Miller's fully got going yet for the Alabama team. And of course, they've they've shown that they don't need Brandon Miller to win, but the fact that he hasn't like really really. I feel that like he hasn't gone off yet. I mean, he's just waiting, just waiting to have that breakout game. Yeah, I agree. Uh, next game, we got 15 seed Princeton against 6 seed Creighton. We were talking about Creighton earlier. I mean, what are y'all thoughts on this game? Uh, I think Creighton's going to handle business as they should. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, like we said earlier, Creighton's much better than a 6 seed. Mm-hmm. Um, great coaching, a lot of experience in their players, some guys that. They had a very hard-fought game last year that they went out against Kansas, um, which, I mean, they were playing a top team, which I think they could have gone even further last year, too. But I think they're ready to make their push, and I think it really starts right now. Um, Princeton, like everyone said, no one expected this. And I think these top teams or top-seeded teams that make win these crazy games, it happens for a few games, but I don't see them carrying on any further. 
Yeah. yeah. I, I see Princeton sweet run coming coming to an end. You know, every, everything that goes up must come down, you know. It, the, everything ends at some point. So I think I think this is the end of the road for Princeton. Yeah. I can see Princeton pulling up that here. I mean, they've showed it twice already. I mean, I think I think I think they can do it again. I don't have a strong belief, but if I were to pick one, I pick I pick Princeton. Wow, hot take there. Hot take. Next, now. we got the FAU Tennessee game. Who y'all have for that game? Uh, this was also a game that had a uh, perfect FAU versus Tennessee in my bracket. Um, I have Tennessee going a long way. Um, I think they're also a very experienced team, great coaching, a uh, team that's played together for a very long time. Um, I think this is going to be a very close game and it can go either way, but uh, I think Tennessee's schedule, which they play in the SEC, the, those games throughout the middle of the year that they played against, I think that is what's going to push them past FAU. Yeah, I also have Tennessee in this game. Um, they beat Duke by 13. Duke's a very strong team, especially in March. Um, so I think Tennessee I think Tennessee gets the win versus FAU. Yeah, I think this is a really impressive show, showcase from Tennessee as they lost their point guard. Uh, what was it before the SEC championship? Mm. And yeah, and then seeing your starting point guard go down before before the tournament, I mean, I think any, almost every other team would struggle going into the tournament, but not Tennessee. Tennessee's come out strong in the first couple rounds. Yeah, I think Tennessee's looking really good, but I, every once in a while we see them slip up. Like even in the SEC, we saw most of Vanderbilt. So I don't know. I think it'll be a close game, but I got I got FAU. You got FAU. Yep. Yeah. No one likes the upsets, man. I do. <laughs> All right. Next game we have Michigan State Spartans, seven seed against Kansas State, three seed. Um, the matchup predictor on ESPN shows and it's exactly 50-50. Um, it's going to be a really tight game. The spread is minus one for MSU. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it really could go either way here. Who do you think the strongest team is, Cole? Uh, I think Kansas State is one of the strongest teams in the tournament. Um, a lot of this year's bracket um, was off of beginning of the year. And at Kansas State lost some games at the beginning of the year that they shouldn't have lost. But Keontae Johnson, a forward for them, uh, had a tragic, um, he collapsed when he used to play at Florida back. Now he's averaging 17.5 points a game, shooting 51% from the field. Um, he's a star player. They've got other players on that team. And any team that listens to Little Baby before their game <laughs> is a team that I'm going to root for. Yeah, right. Their coach is hyped too. Don't yeah, you Jerome Baby? Tang. Yeah, he's my coach of the year right now. After yeah, that. I'm definitely betting on Kansas State. Um, and back to Keontae Johnson, I mean, the NCAA offered him five million as part of like the insurance insurance plan, but he he bet on himself. He transferred, and now he's he's one of the top players on his team, and he's carrying his team to hopefully, I mean, maybe uh, elite eight appearance and even well, more. Let's not get it twisted. He's not the only one carrying that team. Marquise Noel, five oh. a point guard, man. What a story he had. Yeah. All right, <laughs> moving on to the next game. Um, Number three seed Xavier against number two seed Texas. We might have some bias opinion here, um, but we'll, who, who do y'all think is taking this game? Um, I mean, I'm a huge UT fan, uh, ride or die UT, but unfortunately I, have, I predicted this matchup perfectly and I have Xavier coming out on top. Uh, I think Texas has some great players, Dylan DeSue, Marcus Carr, all those guys are phenomenal players. They have a lot of They've gelled together well over the past year. A lot of transfers on that team. But Xavier, second-best three-point shooting team. Texas had a close game versus Penn State, which was the best three-point shooting team, and they didn't. They shot extremely poorly. So I think if they, they play like how they did 
last game, but the team team they're playing against hit some threes. I don't think it's going to go well for Texas. Yeah, I also have Xavier. I mean, we talked about the Big East. It's a really strong conference. Who do you have now? I mean, typically this is where Texas falls apart, but I got four words for you. Marcus Carr and Serge Jabari Rice. I got Texas winning this game. Hook them horns, man. JB. Hook them. You know who I got. Okay. Okay, moving on. We got Miami, Florida, 5 seed. Houston, 1 seed. Personally, I think Houston is the strongest team in this, in this whole tournament. I mean, I had them winning a championship in my in my bracket, so I have them easily beating Miami, Florida here. Although Miami, Florida is a really good team, I just think Houston overpowers them. I think H-Town's going to handle business in this game. Yeah, I got Houston. All right, moving on to Gonzaga versus UCLA. Um, Cole, what do you think? Uh, I'm definitely going to have to go with UCLA. Uh, one of the reasons I had Purdue losing is because of firepower, and I think Gonzaga has a few guys, but they don't have that main guy, which I think UCLA has more what people like to call dogs on their team. Um, I think UCLA is one of the best teams in the nation. I've been making a, a, making it past the Elite Eight. Um, so I definitely have to go with UCLA with this one. Wise words from a wise, wise man. All right, and our final game, we have Arkansas as the eight seed versus UConn as the four seed. Any predictions for that one, you guys? I'm going to have to go with the Huskies in this one. Um, I like their last game uh, against who they play again. They played uh, St. Mary's. Mary's. Yeah, I was watching that game. I really like what I saw from them. I feel like they have they have one of the best teams in the nation. I, I could see it. I could see them making the final four. I think uh, I think UConn is going to pull it out too, but I would not be surprised to see Arkansas win. I think Arkansas is. I know obviously we just saw them be number one Kansas, mm -hmm. but they were ranked number one in AP poll numerous times throughout the year. Um, they had some horrible, horrible, horrible losses, mm -hmm. and um, like their coach said at the end of their last game versus Kansas in an interview, he said if teams are going to turn it on, they have to turn it on in March Madness and. It's hard to play well at the end of the year, but if you do it, you can beat some teams unexpectedly. Um, it's hard to watch film on a team that doesn't look good and then they come out as a totally different team. So I wouldn't be surprised if Arkansas pulled it off. Their coach was absolutely going crazy after that game. He took off his shirt mm -hmm. and, and stood on uh, <laughs> stood on the, uh, what, what do they call it? The, uh, what's it called? No, not the bleacher, because it's, he stood on the, Either way, he stood up with his shirt off in, in front of the in front of the Arkansas crowd in excitement, man. I was surprised they beat Kansas too. I feel like I would react the same way, but man, to see that from the coach, that was that was a cool thing to see. Yeah, um, I I think Cole, like Cole said, they've been through a lot of adversity. They've lost a lot of the players, so I think I think they can beat UConn here and move on to the lead day. I mean, I think Arkansas can beat them after being the one seed, but after seeing UConn's performance against St. Mary's, I think Arkansas. Has what they need, but I don't. I don't see them winning this game. I see UConn moving on. All right, and that wraps up today's episode of Beyond the Brink. Thank you, Cole Feldman, for joining us today. It was a pleasure. Thank you. All right. Yeah. Thank. Thank you for listening. I'm your host, JB. I'm Noah Piper. I'm Aton Hunt. And this is Beyond, Beyond the, the Brink. brink.